Hey, Joey Mills here with the Pop Goes the Culture podcast. We had a great time at NWA Comic Con in January, and we're gearing up for our next round of conventions, starting with Little Rock Anime Festival on Saturday, February the 4th, and Sunday the 5th in Little Rock, Arkansas, the State House Convention Center. Tons of voice actors from across anime and animation. You don't want to miss this. Get your tickets at LittleRockAnimeFest.com. And then the following weekend, we will be at home in our backyard, Springfield, Missouri, for Missouri Comic Con. We've got tons of guests coming from all across entertainment and pop culture, including the legendary Doug Jones. We've got Lou Ferrigno, Corey Taylor from Slipknot, Mick Foley, Jim Cummings, and a whole lot more. You can check out the full lineup at MissouriComicCon.com. Get your tickets there. We will catch you somewhere down the road in February. The Pop Goes the Culture podcast is intended for mature audiences. Remember that if you're listening through speakers or with kids in the car. Don't say we didn't warn you. Welcome to the Pop Goes the Culture podcast for Friday, January the 20th. My name is Joey Mills, and joining me on the show today, I've got... I'm Dakota. And that's it. That's all we got today. That's it. uh, Jessica works at the hospital, does education stuff, and uh, all of her people in her department are dropping to another round of COVID, so... She, she and Dusty are don't have any symptoms. They haven't tested positive for COVID. They have no reason to test right at this point because they don't have anything, but... Just to be on the safe side, they said, we'll stay away while you guys do the show this weekend. So for that reason, it's just Dakota and I, and we'll make it work. Yeah. Hopefully they're good to go. Yeah. Hopefully they'll be back next week, mm-hmm. and then the week after that. Yeah. And then it gets busy again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, let's talk a little bit. We had a blast at NWA Comic-Con last weekend, but we'll get to more of that, more of the details here in a little bit. Um, so... Let's. That leaves us with not a whole lot of time to do anything else. Watch, play, listen to, read, whatever. Uh, did you have a chance to catch anything after you've been back in the last couple of days? <laughs> Holy no, shit! <laughs> I haven't done. I've slept mostly, like you said earlier. Um, yeah, I. I haven't watched a single thing on TV. I haven't even turned it on since you've been I, home. I went to work, did parent stuff, and went to sleep pretty much. So yeah. I did catch a couple of shows. I watched uh, The Last of Us over on HBO. I've been hearing good based things. Based off the video game, yeah. yeah. It was pretty good. The first episode uh, was what was out on Sunday when we were on the road. Uh, I watched it. I liked it. I thought it would be pretty good. I, I haven't played the games, so I don't know yeah, the story or anything. But Dusty, he said he played the first game. And I was talking to him about it. He said, yeah, it, it, he, he enjoyed the show, too. So. Everyone that I've seen talk about it that liked it, the, show, the game, has said the show is like, so far... Pretty Stick good. It, sticking right along next to it, and it's been pretty good. Yeah, but you don't have to have seen the or played yeah, the game to, to enjoy the show. Because, like I said, I haven't played it at all, and I thought it was pretty it. good. So, yeah, I, I've heard, I've been hearing good things. So it's kind of funny that they uh, stick the Mandalorian with another kid. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> like, that's his whole like that's stick. his new thing now. Is I'm just going to do these shows with me and a, a Muppet or a kid or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I'm curious because I mean, I've never played the games, but know that he dies in the second before the second yeah. one. So, like, I'm curious if they're going to continue to another season with out him or how. they may it's yeah. not netflix so there might be a second season <laughs> yeah exactly uh and then i caught uh the couple there's two episodes out so far of uh 
another show on AMC. So they did the interview at the Vampire Show last <laughs> fall, I guess. Yeah, in the fall. And then they kicked off a new series called Mayfair Witches, based by the same author, Anne oh, Rice. Okay. Um, it's basically about witches in New Orleans instead of vampires in New Orleans. Okay. And, uh, you know, two episodes in, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Not great. I'll probably finish watching it, but... I'm not looking forward to it every week, kind of like I was with the interview with the vampires. And you said like, that was yeah. really good to like the end, right? Yeah, they kind of fumbled the ball at the, on the on the one yard line. Yeah, this one's having a hard time getting the ball getting, down the field yeah, <laughs> off at the ground. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and then uh, yeah, the biggest chunk of our time since we last recorded, we recorded last Thursday night, mm-hmm. and we left on Friday, and we were down in Rogers, Arkansas, until. Sunday evening, Sunday night. So, yeah, not a lot of time to watch a whole lot of stuff. Yeah, no, not much. Um, I thought about turning on my PS5. <laughs> you thought about and it? And then I went to bed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, well, we, every week we ask you what you've been up to on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And over on Twitter, Daxter Sullivan says, I, I'm reading Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty and finding it enjoyable. It's not it isn't a snooze fest like many books in the same area of interest. I'm dividing my time between the audiobook at work and the hardback on my breaks to get the most out of the material. So good. Sounds good. Think like a monk. I'm guessing it sounds like a self-help kind of book, but I don't know. Yeah. I'm not familiar. We'll find out. I'll look into it and see. So thanks to Daxter for replying. Uh, we'll tell you where you can find us on social media a little bit later on in the show. Thanks to Dakota for being here. Thanks everybody listening to the podcast whenever and wherever you're catching us. Before we jump into the news stories from the week that was, I'm going to follow up on a story from last week. Last week, we told you that Pepsi is getting rid of Sierra Mist. They are phasing it out, and they've got a new lemon-lime soda called Starry, which is really a bad name. It's not a good name. It's it's real generic. It, it doesn't tell you anything. It feels like they just threw, they threw, threw out a hat or <laughs> threw a dart at something yeah. like but maybe it's better than Sierra Mist, and I'll forgive them. Well, we won't know uh, because Sierra Mist. I went. We, what we talked about last week was let's get some Sierra Mist, and let's get some Starry, and we'll do the blind, the Pepsi challenge, the blind taste test. Cup A, cup B. You don't know what's in what, and then drink them both. See if you can figure out which is which, and tell us which one you like better. But Sierra Mist is gone. Like already, all the stores that around in our area yeah. have no Sierra Mist. I feel like they had to. I mean, since we just heard about it last week, there's got to be. They didn't just dump it. Well, they might have. They're they may, they may have just pulled it and it. Yeah, <laughs> Exactly. But, yeah, that's weird that it's that fast. Yeah. But we do have a two liter of Starry here. So we got a couple of uh, plastic solo cups. We got some that? ice in there. Is that Jason Maisky that? Yeah. Over at Sample Chapter Podcast. Yeah, yeah he's the one that. It. Yep. Ooh. Can't fake that noise. That's <laughs> carbonation right there. <laughs> Although it's not like bubbling up a lot, which is weird. All right. We're going to pour ourselves a little starry and we're going to taste it and we're going to see, like I said, we can't do a direct like one to one comparison with Sierra Mist, but we can tell you if starry is any good or not. Yeah. I can, I remember, I, I can go off memory. <laughs> yeah, I, I got an idea what Sierra Mist tasted like, but it's yeah. been years since I've had one, honestly. I wonder too, like, cause I think like, some restaurants like KFC, Taco Bell that are owned by the same. By yeah, Pepsi. they're owned by PepsiCo. I wonder so. if they pulled their Sierra Mist out, I, of, out I, of the. You know, I, the I went to Taco Fons. Bell yesterday. I should have asked them what they had. Yeah, see what they had there. But here All we right, go. Starry. Smells like Sprite. Mm-hmm. Tastes like Sprite. It tastes like a duller Sprite. Tastes not like a flat Sprite. Yeah, not as crispy. Yeah. 
So if you're looking for a, a two-liter Sprite that you opened when you last time you had a tummy ache and left it in the back of the fridge for a while, yeah. and it got flat, that's, that's what Starry what it, tastes like. Yeah, that's we heard the carbonation pop. Mm-hmm. We heard it. We saw a couple bubbles. So, yeah. But that is just flat Sprite. all mm-hmm. that is. I feel like Sierra Mist tasted better. I think it did. What I remember of Sierra Mist, it was better than flat Sprite. Otherwise, yeah, I, I wouldn't have drank as much of it as I did yeah, that's in, the, kinda, in the before time. So. That's kind of my thought. So, yeah, that's no good. Yeah, not a fan. Good job, Pepsi. Way to yeah. screw up. The- I feel like the, the, se- the secret that they improved upon was cutting out ingredients to save money. Yeah, get rid of anything <laughs> that everybody liked about Sierra Mist. Yeah. Just flatten up some Sprite. God, that's, yeah, that's not that's good. That's not good. It's not, not good at all. Not good, Pepsi. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm not looking cool, for guys. something to say that's positive, but man, that's just not good at all. The name's not good. I mean, it'd be one thing if like at least it had a badass name, you know? Yeah, if it was like, I don't know, Thunderfist or yeah. some cool name like that. It'd be like, oh shit, we got to try some of that. Yeah, I could have figured that. I could have worked Starry. with it. Yeah, the name's dumb. It tastes dumb. It's not good. But not cool, guys. <laughs> Way to go, Pepsi. All right. Well, let's take a look at the top stories from the week that was in entertainment and pop culture. A couple of second-generation stars passed away in the past week. First up, Lisa Marie Presley, the only child of Elvis and Priscilla Presley, passed away last week at the age of 54. Presley was a recording artist herself. Famously, she was married to Michael Jackson for a minute. <laughs> well, actually, for two years, from 94 to 96. Uh, she was the owner of Graceland herself. She inherited it from Elvis okay. prior to her passing. I guess she has three kids, and I guess they've now she set up a trust years ago so that you know if anything ever happened, it would always you know there'd be money and it would be managed and pay the property taxes, kind of thing. Yeah, fifty is pretty young now. Fifty four. Yeah, it's not very old. To say like a heart attack or is it? I haven't seen a cause of death. Hmm. I don't know what it might have been. Okay. Also passing away last week was Robbie Knievel, son of Daredevil Evil Knievel, the guy that would put on the cape and jump his bike, mo- his motorbike over everything. Yeah. Uh, he uh, died at the age of 60 after a battle, a short battle with pancreatic cancer, which is the bad one. Like, that's yeah. the one where if you if they find it, you're already done. It's already done. Yeah. I mean, a short battle is a good and bad thing. I'd rather yeah. be a short battle and lose than a long one and lose anyways. So. Yeah. Yeah, rather than suffering for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Presley, Knievel followed in his famous father's footsteps. He became an accomplished daredevil himself. So, a couple of famous families uh, doing a little grieving over the past week or so. So that sucks for them. For what it's worth, being an accomplished daredevil and dying of something like cancer, like cancer, is like a slap in the face, but also like kind of a win as a daredevil. Too, yeah, you so. didn't you didn't go out in a fiery crash, but at the same time, you didn't you go didn't, out in yeah. a fiery crash. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, that sucks. More more fun news here. Uh, Rick and Morty co-creator star and star Justin Roiland has been charged with felony count of domestic battery with corporal injury and another felony count for false imprisonment by menace, violence, fraud, and or deceit. That's a whole lot to say. He to held say somebody against their will and beat them. I imagine in the same go-round. Yeah, oh, I'm sure it's all part of the same, yeah. same incident. And the incident that the charges stem from occurred in May of 2020. Since the news broke last week, uh, other women who've worked with him in the past or have been around him for various things have taken to social media both to support the accuser, who's going by Jane Doe in the legal proceedings. She doesn't want her name out there. Yeah. And also to uh, share some screenshots of their own cringy experiences with Royland. So that show is already having a hard time staying afloat. Like there's all the weird hiatuses and mm-hmm. then renewals and whatever and 
I feel like it's probably done now. I looked it up. Although, he is the voice I'll, of I'll be, I'll be honest. <laughs> with the with the diehard Rick and Morty fans, oh God. I have a feeling they aren't going to care that one of... Because a lot of those diehard Rick and Morty fans seem to think Rick's the hero anyway, which is the exact opposite of what the story's about. Yeah. So I can totally see that fan group. Well, I looked it up. He is the voice of Rick. Is he the both? Okay. Yeah. Because um, him and then, yeah, Dan Harmon sticks with mostly writing on it. And then... Mm-hmm. But... uh. I saw a deal about that where, like, someone was talking about, well, if the fans of a thing are notoriously shitty, you got to realize there's probably, there's probably something to that. Yeah, they yeah they they flock to their own. Yeah, and so, like, the fact that we're just finding out, like, we had that whole Dan Harmon incident a few years ago, and now we're having this, and it's like, yeah, it's probably it's just trying to call it. <laughs> I, I enjoyed the show a lot. Yeah, I think they were, after, like, the first couple seasons, I think Adult Swim, Cartoon Network, Warner Brothers, whoever gave them like a contract to go through 10 seasons and i think they've aired six five or six mm-hmm. we'll see what happens yeah. i know they've written like seasons seven and eight i think so yeah because this was what the one that just ended or yeah. is it on still I, I think it i think it ended i don't know i kind of yeah. lost track of it after a while i was like oh because the first couple episodes of the season was like oh it's kind of back to what it was and yeah then it yeah. kind of i was like yeah i don't really care anymore yeah that's kind of i mean i knew i caught up right before the hiatus and then i didn't even check when it came back but yeah Huh. So yeah, and the, with the way Warner Brothers is handling things anymore, well then they'll probably just they'll make probably 10 get more seasons. twenty seasons. Yeah, exactly. And fire someone cool again. Yeah. Director Michael Bay has been charged by Italian authorities for killing a pigeon while filming the twenty nineteen Netflix movie Six Underground. <laughs> Bay denies the allegations that and has a, attempted to have the charges thrown out over the past three years. He says that authorities have given him an out. They said, if you'll plead guilty and pay a fine, which he refuses to do, we'll drop the charges. Sounds like a cash grab for the Italian police. Yeah, for sure. Uh, pigeons are a protected species in Italy and throughout the European Union, so you can't go around killing pigeons well, in Europe. Was, he could bring over like five from New York and call it good, probably. Yeah, really, trade off. yeah here you go. Here's ten. <laughs> yeah, here's ten new ones. Here, here's a dozen new That might pigeons. be the fine. Just bring us five new pigeons from your country. I really don't think they give a shit about the pigeons. I think no, they just want yeah. the money for their department. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Uh, he says he's you know an active animal rights activist. He He's not going to plead guilty to having killed a pigeon when he didn't do it, even yeah. if the money is a small, you know, a couple hundred bucks. He's like, no, I'm not going to go on the record saying, yeah, I killed an animal when I didn't. So yeah, who knows? I'm kind of with them on that as much as yeah, as much as I'm not a real big fan. Of I Michael don't really Bay. give a shit about Michael Bay. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. That's the thing is, if you didn't do it, don't don't, don't plead. Yeah, yeah don't just say lawyer up and say no. Yeah, even Which, if they give you an out. Like I said last week, I've watched a whole documentary about this. The Italian police pushing people <laughs> into admitting to doing something yeah, they didn't do. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and the Flash star Ezra Miller has pled guilty to a May 2022 case of trespassing at a Vermont home. Pleading guilty, taking the plea deal, Miller will pay a $500 fine and receive a 90-day suspended sentence, which means no jail time. And remember, Warner Brothers Discovery is considering keeping Miller around as the Flash, even though his troubled past, and even though the studios dismissed Henry Cavill, The Rock... We have no idea what's going to happen with Momoa, Gal Gadot. It's just, but we're going to keep that. Well, and let's also remember that is the smallest of the charges he could have had. Yeah, exactly. There are a people. lot worse. There, there are weapons rape. charges. There's yeah. There's yeah, a whole trafficking lot. at a point or kidnapping at a point. Yeah. Like, mm. Yeah, trespassing though. We got him, guys. We, we, we can go home. He's, he said he did that, <laughs> so we're good. Yeah. We're good here. Let's keep him around. Make a couple more flash movies. Yeah, God. 
And in more Warner Brothers Discovery news, Velma debuted on HBO last week. The adult uh, reimagining, I guess, is the best word of it, of Scooby-Doo. People, people have been nice to that. People are confused who exactly this series was made for and what the point is, other than to get people to hate watch the show. On Rotten Tomatoes, a series has earned a 7% audience score. Dude's now, typically, when it's that group that doesn't like anything female-driven... or or people of color people driven. color driven or, or whatever or, yeah. or yeah typically so they'll review bomb stuff mm -hmm. but people who enjoy stuff made by persons of color women whatever will add their thoughts and it usually hits around 50 percent which yeah. is weird you know like around 50 percent where that usually it, it evens itself out, out yeah. yeah this is a thoroughly despised by everybody it dethroned avatar the last airbender of the movie <laughs> as the it was worst nine percent as the worst and this yep. is lower than that uh yeah i i've seen people's reactions yeah. they're saying like it, basically the show opens with an extended sequence of naked high school kids in the showers cool and then it goes to uh, a lesbian couple who are cops one black one white shooting a kid just for shits and grins it's like, hmm. yeah, that, not real. And, and and that's where everybody who had a reaction has said, that's when I turned it off. Yeah. They're like, I felt weird. I didn't care for that, but I thought maybe it would get better. Maybe that was just a thing. And nope, it just looks like it's going downhill. So most people are out after, what, 15 minutes of the first episode? I saw a lot of people saying they forced themselves to finish the first episode at least. Okay. Uh, and it was the same thing that was just like I couldn't stomach watching any more of it. Yeah. Like who's the writing for? Like a lot of that. Like who's this for? Yeah. Like it's not like oh adults like that always joke about Scooby like the Shaggy yeah. being a stoner. Like this isn't for them because even like I saw a clip where the new Shaggy makes a drug reference and it's like yeah it was like never cringy. Yeah, it doesn't feel it was, good. Yeah. In the in the original show that was the fun is they never it was never about the drugs. That was just kind of subtext. It's like, yeah, we know what's going on, but they never acknowledge it. This one's yeah. like, huh, Shaggy's, a, you know, Shaggy uses drugs. It's yeah. Like, and and, and like, apparently there's no Scooby-Doo in it. Okay. There's no dog. <laughs> huh. And then, I don't know. I know I like Mindy Cowling and a lot of other stuff. Yeah. I loved her in The Office. I loved her writing in The Office. Yep. I don't know. If, I know if she voices her. I don't know if she had anything to do with the writing. I think she's a producer. I don't know if she's written any of it. But, but yeah. A lot at of the same time, if you're a producer and you're voicing characters... You're voicing Velma and you're looking through the scripts and you're like, what, what is this shit? You, know, you would think that you'd say, Call, okay, guys, yeah. we're, we're going to have to re go back to the drawing board here or something. But Yeah, it seems like a weird lack of judgment all around. And it sucks when something like that happens because there's like She-Hulk where it got a lot of unwarranted hate and they even called it out. And it was really, they did a really fun time. Yeah. They did a really good job of that and it was great. But you don't want to see something like this actually be bad because then it just fucking vindicates all those shitty oh, like yeah. this is what happens when you put a woman as the leader this is what happens when you go woke yeah this yeah this is woke media like it just vindicates those fucking dickheads yep so you really can't afford to be lacking on that no you gotta you gotta bring your a-game well speaking of bad judgment <laughs> apparently a second season is reportedly in the works even though it's been shat on by everybody across every platform uh, they're saying, no, let's do another one of those. Maybe we'll get Ezra Miller to star in the second season of huh. I mean, well, it's, yeah, it's weird that Netflix will cancel shows that make them millions and Hulu or... Is this Hulu? Or? No, this is HBO Max, HBO. which is worse because it's Warner Brothers Discovery, which started pulling stuff that already, was done that was that was already ready to go. And, and they're, they're like, nope, we're going to take the tax write-off. And from what but I can tell, tested well, too. Yeah. 
And then they're like, I don't know, this is going really bad. Fuck it, give him another season. Yeah, exactly. Ezra Miller is a horrible like, are person. You, are you trying to tank? Are you trying to take down the ship at this point? Or it, it feels like the like the if, com- we, if our stock gets low enough, we can buy it all up on the cheap. Or <laughs> I don't know what they're going for. But it really, do, it really does feel like the Kung Pao. Like we trained him wrong as a joke. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. This is I don't know what's going on over there. Huh. <laughs> and we're going to continue the trend. Meanwhile, Snowpiercer is the latest victim of Warner Brothers Discovery's cost-cutting efforts. On Friday, new reports revealed that the upcoming fourth and final season of the series will not air on TNT, which is owned by Warner Brothers Discovery. That was going pretty well, um, right? Yeah, they're gonna. Yeah, that was really good. They're, <laughs> they're going to take the tax write off on that one, though. <laughs> Fucking a. <laughs> We're going to have to have a, sol- a separate not pop like, just for Warner Brothers at this point. Yeah, because that's know. most of the pop culture news anymore. Is how bad. It's they how said. bad they've tor- torn shit up. Yeah, yeah. The series, which was the uh, last original scripted series airing on TNT, was already canceled after season four. They announced that last summer before all the Warner Brothers Discovery stuff went down. But that being said, the production company Tomorrow Studios is reportedly shopping around the new season as well as maybe looking for a potential prequel or sequels or spinoffs and stuff. So they're looking for a new home because everybody has lost faith in Warner Brothers Discovery. Yeah, reasonably so, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, I I don't see anybody chomping at the bit to be a Warner Brothers property at this point and for good reason. Yeah. Terrible stuff. Well, let's get some good news. Yeah, good news. Let's do this. The 28th Annual Critics' Choice Awards were held last Sunday. Winners include Better Call Saul and Abbott Elementary on the TV side, while Everything Everywhere All at Once won Best Picture. And Glass Onion brought home a number of awards as well. When you get to the individual awards, Brendan Fraser won for Best Actor for The Whale. And Kihu Kwan and uh, Angela Bassett both one for best supporting actor and actress just like they did at the golden globes mm-hmm. so that's a lot of momentum heading into oscar season I, that brennan fraser acceptance speech was pretty pretty tearjerker it, well it's it's funny because he's like been adopted by the everything everywhere all at once family i didn't know that <laughs> oh yeah pretty much like they were doing they, there's videos of the photos afterwards you know where they have them out and he was kind of standing off to the side because he already done his photos mm-hmm. with the individuals which is funny because him and and key are like you know they were in encino man together back in the 90s oh, i forgot the, they and then they too. both kind of went away for a while mm-hmm. and then now they're both winning awards and those two every time you see them together they're like in tears you know hugging each other and bawling about how you know they stuck it out and now they're winning awards and yeah but yeah there was pictures of him uh, you know he'd already done the individual photos with the groups and then he was kind of standing off to the side and they brought out the whole you know cast for everything everywhere all at once and they did the official picture then they're like you know brendan come on over so he goes over and takes pictures with all of them and stuff so, i like that a lot yeah it's kind of fun that for whatever reason they've just decided to it's they're, nice they're to all the, part of the same team at this point yeah it's nice to see the good guys get their turn absolutely also, Jeremy Allen White received another award for The Bear, which is good, as yeah. did Jennifer Coolidge for White Lotus. And, of course, Bob Odenkirk and Giancarlo Esposito were the uh, were the winners and kind of the favorites for the last season of Better Call Saul. That's kind of what happens on these award shows is once the last season of something airs, They're always they just throw the rest of the awards at them as like a, almost like a lifetime achievement type thing. Like, yeah. you know, you did great for six seasons or eight seasons or ten seasons. Here so here's the award that we didn't give you before mm-hmm. that we probably should have. Yeah. But that happens. Yeah. I mean, Odenkirk's... I, I've never seen Better Call Saul. Yeah. I'm bad at w- watching spinoffs, but I've heard a lot of people say it's better than they were, like Breaking Bad was. I've heard that, too. And I saw a, 
I guess I saw it wasn't even a trailer. It was more like an announcement thing. But I saw that AMC, which aired Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, mm. he's going to be in a new series with the same creators of Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul on AMC. So apparently they're like, yeah, we finished that series, but don't you guys go anywhere. What else you got in the tank? Because we want to keep you guys employed here. So they're working on, they've got a new show coming out later on this spring, I think. Good. I, uh, I like Bob Odenkirk a lot. Yeah, too. Did you ever, did you watch the the show, the movie that he was in? No, uh, Nobody? Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah and they, I was trying to think of the name and they, I was stalling. Well, they, I was going to mention, they just announced uh, Nobody 2. Oh, great. At least in production or in the works yeah. or that movie was better than it had any right to be i was like, expecting like a cheap john wick kind of knockoff but it was like a it was like funnier than john wick it was obviously better. and then like, christopher lloyd's in it and <laughs> oh yeah and like oh man the whole uh the whole thing i had home alone vibes with the yeah at the, yeah. At the end there up the warehouse the whole thing was just pretty badass yeah he goes to his father-in-law is like all right i'm buying the shop from you pulls out a wad of cash yeah <laughs> yeah that whole movie is pretty, way better than it Anyone yeah. expected, I think. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, that'll be good. Also, more good news. Disney Television has announced that Phineas and Ferb are returning for two new 20-episode seasons. Hmm. Original creators, original cast. No word on whether the series will premiere on one of the Disney like cable satellite channels or if it'll be a Disney Plus thing. But at this point, it really doesn't matter. You're getting more Phineas and Ferb, which is always fun. I, ne- I never saw a single episode, and I've heard it's one of those that has a huge cult following. I didn't know anything about it for the first couple seasons, and Dusty was the one. He's like, have you watched that Phineas and Ferb? I'm like, no, it's a cartoon for kids, I think. He's like, yeah, it is, but it's pretty good. You might want to check it out. I- I've thought about same thing with Bluey, which is like even for littler yeah, kids, but yeah. like adults Apparently are telling like, to watch it. That's my jam. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I might go back and try to watch that too. There's a whole lot of them. <laughs> How many episodes there were? On I guess they're probably Disney all on Plus. Disney Plus. Yeah. yeah. And Chucky will return for a third season this fall on Sci-Fi and the USA Network. The previous two seasons have been simulcast on both networks. So whatever night, Tuesday nights, whatever night it airs, it shows on both of them since they're both owned by uh, Universal. Okay. This comes after Shutter picked up the rights to stream the first season of Chucky and and Peacock as well, which is owned by Universal still. So. It's got two places you can stream the first season. Right now, the second season's not available yet, but it, ha- it hasn't been all that long since it, since it ended. ended. So, yeah, yeah, so look for that in the near future, I'm sure. Channing Tatum has acquired the rights to the 1990 romance classic Ghost, starring Demi Moore and Whoopi Goldberg and Patrick Swayze. He is going to produce and star in a remake of Ghost, huh. which feels... Unnecessary, Touchy. unnecessary, and 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 a little like again, we don't people for whatever reason don't remake the bad movies that could it, just yeah. be tweaked and made into a new like oh that's really good yeah they grab things that like everybody loves so they know the name so we're gonna redo that but no one it, asked for it yeah nobody asked for it and Patrick Swayze <laughs> he he's been gone for a while but people still like Go don't want you messing with his stuff yeah yeah I mean like. He's been gone for a while, but a lot of his movies are like classics at this yeah, point with Roadhouse Dancing, and Dirty Road Dancing. Yeah. So. yeah, it's. I think Jess mentioned that a while back too. It's just like, why? Yeah. Why don't you take a shitty movie that no one liked in the first place and fix it? Yeah. Instead of taking good ones and making them worse, or sometimes I don't know. That I've ever seen a really a remake that I thought was better than the first original. I probably there are have some older. Yeah, like the thing, not the not the remake of the. F- so the 82 version of The Thing is a remake of an older sci-fi movie, uh, okay. but then they remade or prequel or something. It was never really clear. Like in the 2010s, 2012, something like that, they redid another thing, and that was dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> that, 
Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, there's probably something, but yeah, but Channing Tatum, he's that's that's kind of his role now. He's into the romantic movies, romantic comedies. That's kind of where he started. Was yeah, like, he, as the as the the boy. step a step up boy, he's just yeah. a little janitor boy with big muscles. Yeah, I got dance. abs. Look at me. Yeah, mm. and then uh, now I'm a stripper with abs. Yeah, and then he did kind of comedy. He was doing okay at the comedy stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, he's funny as can be. Yeah, we'll see what happens. And 2023 marks the 70th anniversary of Peeps. Those nasty Easter Talk about things that that sucked the whole time. (laughs) Things that need to be remade. And you're surprised to keep holding up. Mm. Well, to celebrate the 70th anniversary, there are two new flavors being introduced this Easter. First, we have a kettle corn flavor. Okay. Which I'm guessing is like a caramely marshmallow peep. I don't, yeah, I like kettle corn. Those are a Kroger grocery store chain exclusive. And then there's the new Dr. Pepper flavored peeps. And I'm all about the Dr. Pepper. I like both of those things. But I don't really care for the peeps. But I don't want a peep version of them. <laughs> How about, ooh, here's an idea. Just go get some kettle corn and some Dr. Pepper. Yeah, just have, and a have yourself a party. Yeah, and have a nice night. <laughs> Sit down with some, a Chaining Tatum romantic movie. Yeah. And, you know, you're set. Yeah. But I don't know about the peeps. <laughs> And Mountain Dew's Pitch Black has started popping up on store shelves. I'd like to maybe we'll grab some of that for next week. That one, Try I, that one. I liked Pitch Black when it was out. Because it was like a grape, right? Was, I think so. It, was like it grape, wasn't. It wasn't just a grape soda. Like it a had, grape lemon or something. Yeah, like, it, it had, had like, like a, a grape foundation, but then they built like other flavors like, on it. Yeah, I so, like that one. I think maybe we'll grab that one. I think it's it can't be, be as than, bad as Starry. No, it's got to be better than Starry. <laughs> can't be as bad as the uh, Pilk or no. the. Uh, Skittles, Skittles, orange juice, Skittles, orange or juice. the Starry, yeah. or just straight up Starry. Yeah, those other itself. ones like we took something that was okay and made them worse. It seems yeah. like yeah, this, this one is just like Starry's just bad. It's just bad when I start. We we are we deserve a win. In this let's case, get some, let's get some let's get some let's uh, get some what is it Code Black next week. Yeah, this is, we deserve this. And in other news, so <laughs> this happened over the weekend. Uh, actually, while we were on the road on Friday. Dallas Zoo officials said last Friday that a missing clouded leopard was found after a day-long search. Evidence was found that the fence of the small cat's habitat had been intentionally cut, police said. The zoo tweeted out that the cat, named Nova, who weighs about 20 to 25 pounds, did not appear injured and was found near her original habitat, so she didn't go far. The search had closed Texas's largest zoo to visitors while the staff and police combed the 100-acre grounds. The zoo announced that the investigation ha- that, sorry, try that again. The zoo announced that uh, Nova had been found just moments before a news conference in which police said a criminal investigation had been opened. There we go. Got it out. <laughs> police and zoo officials said that they had reviewed surveillance footage, but would not say what it showed or whether there were potential suspects. It is our belief that this was an intentional act, Dallas Police Sergeant William Warren Mitchell said, excuse me. Mitchell said the Dallas police at first dispatched SWAT officers to the zoo, not understanding the size of a clouded leopard. The zoo calls you up and said there's a leopard that's escaped. I'm thinking a big-ass cat. Yeah, they, that's what I'm thinking, too. But apparently 20 to 25 pounds, that's the size of a small dog. It's a small dog. Yeah, yeah. that's a double my normal that's, cat. That's a, that's a basset hound. Yeah. <laughs> or, a, or a beagle, actually. More like a beagle. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, twice the size of a normal house cat, I'm guessing. Huh. Uh, police drones helped search the zoo grounds, including in the trees. Harrison Adel, the executive vice president of animal care and conservation at the Dallas Zoo, said that clouded lepers like to climb. The zoo tweeted out earlier in the day that the missing cat was a serious situation, but officials said that the animal posed no danger. I mean, 
it's a 20 pound cat. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can throw it. Worst case scenario. Yeah. Uh, so the reason I was aware of this is because once we got into town last Friday, the uh, that tweet by the Dallas Zoo was out there. But what made it go viral was a reply from the Jurassic World Twitter account, yeah. which just did like the surprise, like, like you know, side like, eyes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that that emoji was all they tweeted out. And of course, that made it go viral. And that was so I thought thing. that was just a funny meme. No, I didn't know that was literally their response to an actual post. Yeah, they, they were like, we didn't do it. Yeah, might have been intentional, but we didn't. I think we didn't turn off the power. To probably the Michael Bay trying to kill it. <laughs> That's probably what it was. That guy fucking hates animals. What if they? What if the? What if the spotted leopard was a spotted leopard? Uh, maybe I, a clouded I just leopard? read the story. I get clouded leopard. Yeah. That's what it was. Clouded leopard. What if it had gotten out and attacked a pigeon? Yeah. In Italy, an Italian pigeon <laughs> the, on vacation actually, at the zoo in it's Dallas. Actually, the clouded leopard is what set up Michael Bay. It could be. I framed him, which is why he cut the enclosure. Mm-hmm. And let it out. Yeah, and the Jurassic World people and the SWAT team. He was trying to clear his name, but that's all it was. He got away from it. Well, let us know what you think are the top stories each and every week. If we use your suggestion, we'll give you a shout out in an upcoming episode. You can send us what you think are the top stories on Facebook and Twitter. Just search for and follow us at PGTC Podcast. Post your comments, tag us in news stories there, or call us on the hotline. The hotline is four one seven nine eight six seventy eight forty two. You can leave a message with your comments. Again, that's just like calling an answering machine. No human being is going to... I'm not going to answer it. Dakota's not going to answer it. Dusty and Jessica are not going to answer that when you call. But call, leave a message with uh, with your comments, either what you've watched, read, played, listened to, like Daxter did earlier, or with the news stories you think we ought to be covering on next week's episode. And if you leave a message, we might actually play your message in next yeah. week's episode. We're known to do that on occasion. <laughs> that hotline is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We sure would like to hear from you. Whole lot happened on January the 20th. January 20th in entertainment and pop culture. First up, The Lone Ranger was broadcast on radio for the first time. Back before there were televisions, The Lone Ranger was riding on your radio. Kind of like what was it, a Christmas story where he's got the little or- Orphan Annie decoder ring. Yeah, drink more Ovaltine. That's right. I wonder what the Lone, if the Lone Ranger was sending signals, smoke signals, I guess, yeah. with Tonto. I wonder if he told you to drink your Ovaltine as well. <laughs> My mouth is still, like, messed up from that story. Like, yeah, it's no. like it's going dry real it, fast. Yeah. It's like, like nah, I got a good drink. I got mouth from the story. The story is not good, guys. Avoid it at all costs. January the 20th, 1937, presidential inaugurations in the U.S. moved from March 4th, that used to be the day the president took office, to January the 20th. So every U.S. president elected since January the 20th, 1937, has been inaugurated on January the 20th. We don't have to worry about that this year. Yeah. January the 20th, 1968, the film Bonnie and Clyde, starring Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway, premiered in Paris, France. It's weird they had the premiere in Paris. It's about American people. Yeah, that's odd. Whatever. Yeah. January the 20th, 1971, Marvin Gaye's single, What's Going On, about police brutality, was released. We'll take a listen to some of that. Mother, mother, there's too many of you crying. Brother, 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 there's far too many of you dying. You know we've got to find a way To bring some loving here today 
in the background of the early part. We're at the rinse and spit phase of Starry now, <laughs> where you can just get the water and swish it around and spit it back into the Starry. Like I'm, I'm going to scrape my tongue on this. Yeah, this is disgusting. <laughs> All right. Well, I, uh, that it's was like getting gr- worse yeah. as, the day, as the day goes on. Um, that song was great. I'm really glad we don't have to worry about stuff like that anymore. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a, a relic from yeah. the 1960s yeah, and 70s. Changed. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So January the 20th, 1982 is the date that Ozzy Osbourne allegedly bit the head off of a bat while on stage at a concert in Des Moines, Iowa. I've heard stories that there was no bat. It wasn't, you know, it was. I've heard that it was a real bat, but he thought it was a fake bat. He didn't mean to actually bite a real bat's head off. Yeah. He thought someone threw like a prop on stage and he was trying to be. Cool. And cool. Yeah. yeah, but he didn't realize he was actually doing that. Yeah, I don't know. In any case, that's nasty. Pretty gross. And I can see why something like that in Des Moines, Iowa would not fly with the local authorities. Yeah, yeah, weird. That's not where you want to pull that off at. Uh, January the 20th, 1992. Based on the lyrics, this was The Good Day. Okay. People have gone through, done the investigative work, listened to the lyrics, listened to you know yeah, like the, the teams that beat the others, and the all this stuff. No smog, yeah, and, exactly. Yeah, so yeah. people have figured out that it was January the twentieth, nineteen ninety-two. That was a good day for Cube and the rest of us. Uh, let's see, January the twentieth, nineteen ninety-eight. I don't know if you'll remember this one. A lot of people my generation uh, and slightly younger will remember. That Dawson's Creek premiered on the WB on this date in 1998. Did you I remember Dawson's Creek. I say, what were you to been like five? I've been seven. Seven? Maybe. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember it premiering, but I remember. You remember it being existing? I remember this theme song. It was all over, all over the place. I think it's one of those. I can't remember if it was a song, and then they said, "Can we use that as a theme song?" Or if it was like a theme song, and they're like, "Hey, make it longer." Yeah, they did that with the Friends. Right? Yeah, it that wasn't was a real song. made for that. Yeah. yeah, and then they were like, "Hey, everybody loves this. Why don't you make a three-minute version we can play on the radio?" Yeah, you'd hear it everywhere, and you hear references to it on other shows. And, yeah, oh. it's weird. January the twentieth, two thousand six. Oh, I bet this was your jam. January the twentieth, two thousand six. High School Musical premiered <laughs> over on the Disney Channel. It became the network's most successful made-for-TV movie. Were you a big High School Musical kid? I've never seen an episode. Oh, I, but, think, I don't buy it. Well, it was 15. I was trying really hard to get laid. <laughs> um, but that like launched Zac Efron's career, right? It launched a lot of people's careers. Oh, yeah, okay. Zac Efron and Vanessa Hudgens. And, okay, okay. Yeah. Maybe it's the only two. Maybe not a lot of people. That was also a huge, like, huge deal, though, like, there are a lot of references to that on other shows yeah. years no, it later. Became, yeah, it became a big deal. This kind of ties into what we were talking about earlier. January the 20th, 2008, Breaking Bad premiered on AMC. 
Uh, I still have not sat through that entire series. I. It's one of those where like I'll watch an episode, but I've got to be in the right headspace. You got to be in the mood sometimes. Yeah. I I watched it. I've seen it all the way through, but I started on like season three. When I was 21, I lived with Caleb and we started it. So okay, uh, I caught up right before the fifth season came out, and then they t- that was the first thing that I remember on primetime TV that did like the hiatus in the middle of a season, yeah. and then we're like, we're coming back with the second half of season five. Yeah, and then now everyone does that, and that yeah, was that set the trend. Like I guess 2013, and finally January the 20th, 2015, the musical Shut. Hamilton premiered at the Public Theater in Lower Manhattan in New York, which went on to win all the awards, break all the records. Man, you hate that one, right? Hamilton? No, I'm kidding. I know you're going to see I'll come over this chair and (laughs) tackle you to the floor. That's what happened on this date, January the 20th, in entertainment and pop culture history. We are going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to tell a couple stories from our weekend at NWA Comic-Con. It was funny. There were so many stories. We're actually going to have to break it in half. We're only going to get through a few of the stories today. Then we'll come back with some more stories next week. We're also going to take a look at what's coming up this week in entertainment and pop culture and a whole lot more. Don't go anywhere. We are going to be right back right after this. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hello, friends. My name is Jason A. Meiske. I'm a thriller author and the host of the Sample Chapter Podcast. I'd like to invite you to join me each week as I introduce you to authors from all over the world. Together we have a nice little chat before the guest author reads a sample chapter from one of their books. There's been sci-fi, westerns, romance, horror, thrillers, and even the weird. There's names you don't know and for sure several that you do. And with over 100 episodes so far, you're sure to find a new favorite book. So come on over and join us every Tuesday on the Sample Chapter Podcast. Mr. Turtle, how many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll Center of a Tootsie Pop? I never made it without biting. Ask Mr. Owl. Mr. Owl, how many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll Center of a Tootsie Pop? Let's find out. One, two, three, three. How many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll Center of a Tootsie Pop? The world may never know. Thanks once again to Jason with the Sample Chapter Podcast and Tootsie Roll, the makers of the Tootsie Pop, for sponsoring this week's episode. Jason might be mad at us after we talk so much shit on Starry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he was all about uh, hating on Starry, too. He oh, liked really? the Sierra Mist. Okay, cool. Especially the uh, winter cranberry mix. Yeah, yeah. I knew he liked that, but I didn't yeah. know if he liked Starry. <laughs> I, you know, he, he did not uh, sound enthused about it when he said, hey, did you guys check out this story uh, on oh, okay. last week's show? Um, <laughs> it... Jason, if you're listening and you want to try Starry, or anybody else, you know what? If you're listening We've to the show, a whole bottle of them. <laughs> if you if you want to try a Starry and call in with your review of Starry, we will be more than happy to uh, consider playing those on next <laughs> week's episode. We'll give you the hotline number a little bit later on as well. Well, here are the results from last week's pop quiz. Last week we asked the question: What 2023 movie are you most looking forward to seeing? Uh, We had a few answers. Drew Douglas over on Twitter said he is most looking forward to seeing Knock at the Cabin. 
That does look cool. That does look pretty good. That's the best looking of the stuff it, that's coming up soon, at it's least. Look, look, looking of my Shyamalan stuff in a while. <laughs> in a minute. Yeah. Because it's based on a book. He didn't come he up didn't with this. He didn't write the book. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. So he's got a little bit. Of, he's got some bumpers on the rail there. And plus, like you'd said, Batista's really been killing it. And he's got Batista and I Ronald like, Weasley. I really liked Rupert Grant and everything I've seen yeah. in outside of Harry Potter. Uh, Jonathan Groff, who was in Hamilton. He was King oh. George. So. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah. And then over on Facebook, Matthew Martin said, I can't recall. He says, I can't recall a year until now where I've had so little interest in the new movies. There's nothing but sameness and retreads of things that didn't work previously. Okay. I understand where he's coming from, but I think there's some, I think there's some gems in there. I wouldn't throw out the baby with the bathwater. I think there are going to be some good ones. I, 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 I'm more hopeful for this Beast Wars movie than I've been <laughs> than for, for the any last Transformers? four Transformers movies after yeah. the first one they made. Well, thanks to everybody who commented. Uh, we appreciate that. We'll have. Do we have another pop quiz this week? I can't remember. We may not. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You can always check us out over on social media. We'll talk you again. We'll give you that information here in a little bit. We had a good time at NWA Comic Con last weekend. We're going to tell a few stories, yeah. um, but before we do, I, I feel like I've got to say this, and we haven't said this before when we've told our con stories, but I feel like we kind of got to say this at this point. Um. The nature of our positions within the con community affords us access to things that the normal convention goer is not going to get. You can't just roll up to a con and expect to have some of the uh, experiences that we have. And honestly, it's not every time we go to a con. And it's not every time. It's it just, just happened of, to be a lot this last kind of time. <laughs> luck of the draw. It's, yeah, it's kind of luck of the draw anyways, yeah. but... A lot of those things have to be organic regardless. You don't want to just yeah. walk up to a person and start <laughs> bombarding them with fan stuff. Yeah. And, you know, so we're not telling these stories to brag, like, oh, listen to what we have. But, you know, not everybody gets to go to these. Or if somebody's thinking about going, you know, we want to we want to share some of the fun experiences. Because going to cons, comic cons, is a blast. It's fun by we, itself, we love yeah. It. yeah. But we, it's fun to, to share some of the things. So we are going to talk. So it was a two-day con. It was last Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just going to talk about Saturday during the convention, um, and then um, n- next week we will tell you about what happens after the convention on Saturday, and we'll talk about Sunday as well. Sunday's a shorter day for us. but So starting it off, uh, first panel I had was Vernon Wells, Australian actor. He was in Mad Max 2. Uh, what else? Weird Science, um, Commando. Main villain in Power Rangers Time Force. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> yes, he was a main villain. Uh, the only human villain in Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. The only villain to not be defeated by yeah, the Power Rangers. To kill Rangers. a Red Ranger, he said. To kill right? a Red Ranger, yeah. Uh, but he was just an absolute blast. Not even oh so gosh. much for the panel, but like, just <laughs> he's just fun to hang out with. Yeah. yeah. He... Uh, like I went over to him like the first day and was like, "Hey, my name's Joey. I'll be your, you know, MC on the main stage." And he just looked me dead in the eye and he's like, "So, am I supposed to remember who you are?" Like, yeah. like, nope. I'm yeah. just letting you know. Which wasn't a great start. No, we like, he was just kind he, of gonna be a dick. But, but he was just busting balls. Yeah, he and was, he did that all. Turns throughout. out that's his vibe. He's yeah. just kind of bust balls. Yeah, at one point because he was either next to or really close to John Heater. And at <laughs> yeah. one point he got up and went, because Heater's lying, you know, everybody wants to see Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. And he, I think at one point he said he got up, walked over to Heater's table, kind of went behind the table where the celebrity's standing, grabbed a gnarly old <laughs> finger, stuck it right in Heater's face and was like, listen, leave some of these for the rest of us, you yeah. asshole. <laughs> <laughs> moved to the other side, like, yeah. it's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, I think Heater was like scared of him from then on, but <laughs> he's, he's just having fun and messing oh, with people. Yeah, fun guy. He was a good time. Uh, so then our my second guest, second guest of the day, 
was a voice actor, uh, Eric Vale, which you had said on the way down there, like he kind of, Dusty kind of looks like Eric Vale. And yeah, so I said we, it that morning. Yeah. And so, and we all, you know, looked at photos online and stuff and we're like, mm, I don't necessarily see it, but maybe, man, not really, but. Cause okay, you all see voice actors a lot and I've only seen him from the picture they posted yeah. for the con. And yeah. I was like, well, Dusty with your hair down, like, yeah. And so anyway, we, uh, <laughs> so we brought him and so we're hanging out backstage and, and Dusty pointed out, like, you know, if I took my hair down, I think we could probably pass, you know, as doppelgangers. And he just kind of laughed it off. But anyway, we had a great panel. Everything went really fun. Uh, it started off, there was only like 20 people in the room. And knowing enough, I was like, this doesn't feel right. Well, especially, yeah, cons are like... Cons with the anime voice actors. The, the, act, the voice actors are the stars of those. And yeah. I know they're not grade-A celebrities compared to... The, to, to the normal... Not yeah, Sandra they're Bullock, not Tom Cruise. But, but at a con, they're like... The they shit. are the celebrities. And I remember before, when you walked in the room, he looked past the curtain, and I was like, he's like, what's this big line for? I'm like, that's for you, dude. And he's like, nah, nah. that's not for me. I'm like, bro, have you never done this before? <laughs> like, so, we got, so we got in there, and yeah, there's like 20 people sitting down. He's like, well, that's not, that's not bad. That's pretty good. I'm like, mm, this doesn't feel right. So we started. We were like, well, we'll, we'll just go. So we asked, you know, started, got the introductions out of the way, started going, and then Dusty popped his head in from the door and is like, hey, guys, there's like 100 people in line out here. <laughs> I was like, well, send them in. So, like, as soon as we sent them in, the entire room filled up. Filled there up. was no, no, yeah, just standing room only around both all three sides of the room. And yeah, uh, so we we pinpointed. You know, I, I did stop and like, who was the person who held up the line? Who's the person at the front of the line that didn't go in? That everybody else assumed like, oh, well, they're in line. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like everybody just falls in line. And uh, it was a kid uh, named Phineas probably a teenager i think mm -hmm. so we busted phineas's chops a little bit and then of course at the end we brought phineas up on stage to get a photo with eric and stuff so it's, yeah. it's all in good fun but um but yeah dusty dusty's job was to take people back from the main stage go backstage and take them wherever they need to go next yeah and uh usually it's either back to their table to the restroom to the green room to get a refreshment before they go back to their table i guess he and eric eric just says like hey i'm, I'm just gonna go shopping um, you mind hanging out? And Dusty's like, well, that's my job is to take you wherever you need to go. So if it's going to, you know, if you're not going right back to your table, I'm with you. Yeah. So I think they spent like 20, 30 minutes just walking, walking the floor, checking out the yeah. vendors, checking out all the stuff. Um, at one point, so Dusty stays backstage or with the guests. And then about five, when there's about five minutes left in the panel, Dusty will come in from the backstage door. And for me, what that does is it says there's five minutes left. I will look at the line of people who are lined up at the microphone that still want to ask questions. Mm. And that will, I get off the stage and I go to that line and tell them like, Hey, we have five minutes left. I want to try to get you all rapid in fire. rapid fire questions, rapid fire answers. Rapid fire answers never works. No rapid fire questions sometimes work. Yeah. <laughs> Usually they want to still tell their story, but, oh, yeah. um, but Dusty came into the backstage and Eric just caught him out of the corner of his eyes. Like, Hey baby. Yeah. <laughs> Dusty's like, Hey, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> it was pretty funny. He's a team player all the way through. Yeah. He again. was fun. Um, and we'll have some more stories with Eric uh, on next week's episode. Then after Eric, so you came over because you wanted to see Eric. You got your room going. Yeah, you introduced I'm, the people. You were in panel room one. There were about four people I really wanted to see, and I told myself going in I wasn't going to see any of them. Yeah. And I stumbled into him as you guys were doing your thing. I came back after Dusty and him had fucked off to go walk around the floor. <laughs> yeah. Um, because you wanted to see our next guest, right? Yeah, which was Austin St. John. And which, if, if anybody's new to the show, that's your... I'm a big fan of the childhood, Red Power Ranger. I'm a big fan of the Red Power Ranger. 
Um, big fan of trunks also like a lot of Eric Vale stuff but yeah. yeah and David Fielding is Zordon, Zordon yeah. um, the floating head yeah and before I could ask for it because with Eric I just kind of asked him real quick I did the I did the nervous like hey man I'm gonna be really busy I don't know if I'll be able to catch you can I just take a quick picture yeah and he was and he of was course the nicest cool. yeah um, and then I ended up having time to we ended up having time to talk to him before and after and whatever but yeah um, so tell him what happened with Austin with well, Austin we, the first thing he said was anyone willing to do a coffee run and you're like, well, there's a Starbucks up, uh, up at the hotel, and uh, if anyone wants to get, I was like, I don't have a panel for a little while. Um, I'll go get it. And he just hands me a hundred dollar bill. <laughs> so like, get, like, get a little something for yourself. Yeah, he's like, get yourself something if you want. And I'm like, I don't. Uh, a picture would be good. And I took a picture with them, and he told me to bring it to him. Uh, you, you guys are both like, just bring it on stage. It's fine. Yeah. And I was like, okay, yeah. And then I went upstairs <laughs> to the to the Starbucks. That fucking place was closed. <laughs> And I was like, I am letting down the Red Ranger right now. <laughs> like, holy shit, this is a bummer. And they didn't open until your panel was over. Yeah. So I went down and I was so fucking scared. That <laughs> I wasn't going to walk back on stage and go, hey, never mind. <laughs> no, no, yeah. You did the right thing yeah. not coming up with a $100 bill. Being like, yeah, they were closed. <laughs> yeah. So I just like stood to the side. But I was like, I know in his head. He's like, that little shit took my, took money my $100 <laughs> bill and left. And uh, so I was nervous and i told dusty i was like i might have to run back over there but i don't want to not be here when he gets done yeah meanwhile you texted me off to the side of the stage like hey where's that coffee <laughs> yeah. and i like looked had to look in at you and be like i'm so sorry <laughs> but that worked out because i mean yeah you guys came out of your panel and yeah, you told him you're like hey yeah. they were closed here's your hundred dollars back and, and he and said well if they're open now go ahead and yeah because <laughs> yeah, like, oh. you know what they were closed from one to two for yeah the whole change. time of his yeah. panel and yeah. i went back up there and yeah, there was they were closed still, and they took forever. Finally, I just told the guys like, "Look, there's a guest that needs it, that was wanting a coffee." I told them I get it, but I have to be in a panel in 15 minutes myself to run. Can we please just let me get the? And he's like, "What was it?" They're kind of rude. Didn't ask me if I wanted it hot or cold. Right. And he's like, "But then it gave it to me for free." Yeah. And like, I yeah. obviously I took it to Austin St. John, and I I was like, "Hey man, I'm so sorry. I didn't ask if I wanted it hot or cold, which was good because he didn't really tell me which one which yeah. one he wanted. I think he assumed, yeah. Uh, so I was like, here you go. I'm so sorry I didn't ask what kind, and I gave him his money back. And he didn't want anything. I was like, no, but I really appreciate it. I was like, you were here growing up. To, uh, I appreciate that. And he was he was nice about that whole deal. Yeah, and very cool. So it was a nice interaction with a with a. Or the power a hero, ranger. yeah, yeah. Power so ranger. that was the cool. red, the original Red Ranger, the original yeah. Red Ranger. I gotta meet the next one, the second Red Ranger next. So, do you? Oh, that's right, that's coming up soon. Yeah. Uh, after that, I had Billy West on the main stage, uh, voice actor. I mean, he's done everything. Oh my god, he was he did the uh, you know Bugs Bunny, all the Looney Tune characters in the original Space Jam from like the mid nineties, like sixty percent of the cast of Futurama. Yeah, he's most of Futurama. He's Stimpy. He, was, he was the B on the Honey Nut Cheerios commercials. Ren, yeah, Stimpy from Ren and Stimpy. I mean, he's done everything. And I caught him while I was very very nervously waiting for the Red Ranger to come out, <laughs> right? Um, because they brought him a little early and yeah, holy shit, I just in passing was like, hey. Mr. West, it was so, so nice to meet you. I, I just rewatch. I just watched Futurama front to back for the first time in order, like two years ago, and it was like heartbreaking when it was over because yeah. like I was so engrossed in it. And he, you know, he had nothing but nice things to say about the the con and the community and yeah. how much he loved all the stuff he's worked on in Futurama and Ren and Stimpy and. And he's a he's a guitar player, so we talked guitar a little bit, and then of course people were once the it's funny because once people in the crowd heard that, a few people were like, so what what kind of guitar? You know, what's the dream guitar? So he talked guitars a little bit too. So I think he had a good time. He oh, like and he, he remember I like I saw him for five minutes before they went on, and 
I saw him Sunday passing and I waved at him and yeah. he like actually recognized me. Yeah. Um, Eric did too. Yeah. Eric, Eric recognized, recognized me a few times. Your, yeah. He's like, I heard, I know who that is. Yeah. I'm just um, hearing your voice talking in passing. So. Yeah. So that was really awesome. Yeah. Um, While Billy West was on stage with me, you had Hacksaw Jim Duggan in panel yes. number one. Talk us a little bit about Hacksaw and his wife. Uh, quick aside about yeah, Billy ahead. West. Yeah. But I think it was the Billy West p- picture you took with everyone on stage yeah. at the end. I think that's the one that had the girl in the pink ranger suit. Yeah. Tara told me that girl used to work with her. Oh, really? Yeah. That lady said, we because what we do after the panel is like, hey, before you guys take off, we want to get a picture of us on the stage with all of you. So come up close as you can to the stage, fill in all the space. We'll get a picture. And that, that lady, we got up there and she was like, man, I think I've been behind somebody on every one of these photos. And I was like, really? I was like, that sucks. It's like, well, I'll tell you what, you're not going to be behind anybody on this one. So I pulled her up on the stage. I was like, you sit right here. Billy's right there. I'm over here next to you in case I need to tackle you or anything. Yeah. But, uh, but it's like, yeah, let's get a picture. And that way you are front and center. Nobody's going to be behind, you know, in front of you. So Yeah. Well, and she got recognized. I guess That's she true. takes her daughter or her son or daughter to the, all of those, every yeah. close con she can. Um, so yeah, that was a cool little like catch from yeah, that's uh, a listener of the show and fan yeah. uh, and friend. But yeah, I had Hacksaw and he was, oh my gosh, I'm not as big of a wrestling guy as you are, obviously, right. but uh, we should have traded on that and I would have had the power energy. Had the wrestler, <laughs> Maybe but, we should have, but we'll have to remember that next time. Like, yeah, hey, let's swap. But, yeah, but like for someone that doesn't know much about wrestling, I did my research before he went on. Right. Um, and I didn't get to ask him any questions because the room was packed with. Yeah. There's that one guy dressed like like him. And, <laughs> You're right. And everyone was just super sweet and had great questions for him. And I got to hear about Andre the Giant farting on an elevator in Japan, <laughs> right. and him like putting pool furniture in a pool f- and blaming it on Rowdy Roddy Piper. And yeah, just hearing those stories, like those behind the scenes stories, was really fun. And especially from the old times when you know those guys would cut up and yeah, just get goofy. Oh yeah, and it just sounded. And he, and we got. We got to actually have a funny story that you don't even know. Um, right. You talked about when they take the razor blades across yeah, their head. I don't remember what yeah. they call that. Uh, getting color. Yeah. Um, but he talked about that being like a real thing that they don't do now. Yeah. Um, and so told all these fun stories. His wife was in the back of the panel and I introduced her and we took a big picture, a lot of hoes. Yeah. And uh, that was really, that was fun. Um, I was telling my mom about that last night and she said, Oh, because she doesn't know shit about any of that either. Yeah. Um, and I was like, well, you know, like he wrestled in back right before I was born, kind of with like uh, all these guys. And she goes, Rowdy Rowdy Piper. I met a. She goes, I was. She's a physical therapist yeah. assistant. And she's like, in Cassville, Missouri, maybe somewhere around here. Crane. It was in Crane, Missouri. She's like, I was. This guy had this shirt on. I thought it was really cheeky. And I was like, Hey, I like your shirt, Smart Bart. That's funny. And he goes, I'm Smart Bart. And I'm like. I don't know who that, and he goes, I was Rowdy Rowdy Piper's like sidekick. Nice. And she's like, okay, this old guy is delirious. And like, yeah. she deals with old people all the time. And sure shit. She just worked for Smart Bart. <laughs> that's <laughs> so funny. that was a fun thing. But yeah. Yeah, that was a blast. Yeah, that's good. And you know, he's had a lot of cancer battle. I mean, he's been very public about, you know, cancer and, and stuff. He so. did announce that it's gone for now. Yeah. Like he got good. everything taken care of. Uh, I did see him on Sunday backstage and I was like, hey man, just Big fan, don't want to bother you because it looks like they were heading out to get something to eat or whatever. I was mm-hmm. like, but and his wife was in the bathroom, so he was sitting there waiting. I was like, hey, big fan, I'm just glad you know you're still here because a lot of a lot of those guys are passing away. They're getting old, and you know the the lifespan of those old wrestlers isn't. He <laughs> talked about that good. too because they yeah. go. It's it's a sport, but they go a lot more rock star than sport star. Yeah. 
So he talked so, yeah. about that. Too. Talked to him. I was like, "Hey, just just glad you're still here." And mm. he's like, "I oh, appreciate it." He's like, "You know, everybody get your physicals every year. That's how they found it on a blood test. The things can come back." And but yeah, he he's he's looking rough. I mean, cancer will age you. All the treatment oh, and stuff. Oh yeah, and he's not, but, you know, doesn't move real well because you know how many how many surgeries and replacements of joints and stuff has he had? But yeah. but yeah, sweet guy. But, oh yeah, he, he thanks me for the panel about a thousand times, and I was like. <laughs> Don't thank me, dude. I'm not. They're not <laughs> here, here to see me. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. It's full they because didn't of you. come from Pop Goes the Culture. Yeah, I was like, it's cool. It's full because of you, man. So thanks. Yeah. Uh, after that, after uh, Hacksaw, I had John Heater from Napoleon Dynamite, and I missed him completely. But so apparently, so I I was a little bit. I knew this going in. I was like, man, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. I think I've never heard it. Pronounced. I think most people don't know. So at one point, I guess Jessica was running the PA system, do the announcements overhead, like, hey, everybody, this is the next panel coming up at this time. Here's where the room is, blah, blah, blah. And I guess at some point he grabbed the microphone from her and did like a Napoleon Dynamite, like, hey, guys, you know, it's pronounced heater or something like that, you know, yeah. like that. It was funny because he came backstage and like Jessica came running, like sprinting backstage. <laughs> she grabs me. She's like, I got to talk to you. I'm like, Oh my God, something's going down. And she's like, it's pronounced heater. I'm like, okay, thanks. Oh, thanks. I was going to ask him, but thanks. She's like, no, no, he grabbed the microphone. He, it's, 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 I'm like, okay, easy. Yeah. I think it's what she had said. I thought she was saying that because they had those walkie talkies yeah. for a certain, I think someone was like, John Hedder is on his way to the, yeah. to his table and he grabbed her walkie talkie and was like, did the, gosh, it's heater. Yeah. Like that whole deal. But yeah. Good Either call. way, she was, yeah, she was on it. Uh, he was a ton of fun. I mean, he, he didn't sit down. He was up walking around and talk, you know, doing. Oh thing. yeah, he seemed super fun. First thing he did when he got out there, hey everybody, make sure you like and subscribe. Pop goes culture podcast. So Which is super cool. <laughs> nice too. little shout out, yeah, on the stage. So funny thing about him too, I I started because uh, I tagged a couple of our friends that we'll get into mm-hmm. uh, on Instagram. They haven't seen it, I don't think, but yeah. whatever. It was fun, um, and I looked at their stuff to see if the tag went through. They uh, all had pictures. With they him. all had pictures of John Heater. Yeah, uh, and a lot of the different guests had pictures of John Heater too. Oh yeah, he was uh, he was probably the biggest name, like just general celebrity. Yeah, yeah, show. yeah. So, yeah, so everybody got pictures with him, except for Vernon Wells. He didn't get a picture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was it was a good time. He's a ton of fun. I mean, that was one where we just, I mean, he was cutting up and, you know, I, I can play with him if he want to get fun. So we played off each other and it was a blast. He left the f- most fun message on our con <laughs> on book. Our book. Yeah. 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 We'll talk about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it was funny. I'm going to mention this too, though. Bec- so you were wearing the pop goes to the culture t-shirts and we had the hoodies, the hats on dusty and Jessica had the, the pink joggers with pop goes to the culture logo. Jessica didn't wear hers, but dusty wore his on Sunday. Uh, apparently. So according to the people at the merch stand, there were just as many people asking to buy pop goes to the culture gear as were that actually bought NWA comic con gear shirt yeah. stuff. So they're like, you guys might want to bring some of that next time. I'm like, no, we'll just print off a QR code and set it next to the thing. Like, if you're looking for Pop Goes the Culture merch, scan this, buy it online. Yeah. Because it's all made to order. We can't, yeah. I, I'm not going to bring in a bunch in of, yeah, anything. I'm not going to bring in a bunch of shirts of the wrong size and yeah, all that. Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, so that, that was fun. Uh, that's nice. Maybe, maybe we'll see some more folks walking around with the Pop Goes the Culture gear. Yeah, more people start thinking we're that famous, and maybe we'll get that famous. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody seemed to think we were something, even yeah. the guests. They're, you know, yeah. they're like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, after that, I had uh, my last 
panel panel, Matt, last Q&A of the day, Charles Martinet from, you know, voices Mario and Luigi and Wario, Mario, and Waluigi, Waluigi, every character, all basically. Characters. Um, and I've had his Q&As numerous times over the years. He's always fun. He's always yeah. very nice, very pleasant to everybody. And he, he, ju- he has... It's weird to say he has a Robin Williams vibe to him. I mean, he looks a little like Robin Williams in the face. If yeah. you're sitting next to him on the stage and you look at him, it's like that dude could pass as Robin Williams' brother. Yeah, but he's got that energy. But he's got know. that manic energy going too, and mm-hmm. he breaks into voices all the time and stuff. I mean, he'll be in the middle of something and just start, you know, going into different voices. And he's 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 the modern day Robin Williams. And you know, I'm. I, he was at the last two we've done, yeah. And he's been at more than the ones that I didn't get to go to that you went to, yeah. And I've ne- I've yet to meet him or talk to him, oh, but yeah. he seems so, he seems really sweet. Even passing by table, his table, oh, yeah. yeah. He's a good guy. He always has music by his table. Yeah, which, he always has Mario music, which, which would drive me nuts if I was next to him. I would not It'd drive me nuts if I was him, like <laughs> yeah. all fucking day, or his manager, every or anybody sitting at the table near him. But yeah, yeah. going constantly. And then your last panel of the day, you had the stars of Star Wars. Yeah, I had John, <laughs> John Morton. And David Ankrum, and they were oh, they were fucking pleasant people. They were yeah. so nice. Um, and we had said ahead of time, we're like, hey, you got your end of your panel is going to run into the cosplay competition, so you may want to yeah, cut like, it short. And I told them it might. I told them we could, and I told them it might. And their room wasn't as full as Hacksaw Jim Duggins, anyways. Right. But no one left. Yeah, and I still made it over. And by the time I made it to, the, we'll get to that. But yeah. But they, I mean, they were so they were such a treat, and you could tell they were friends, and yeah. both of them. I'm sure, had like, they probably book cons together a lot. Yeah, and they just started booking cons in the last few years because mm-hmm. they were like, a lot of people didn't know yeah. who they were. I guess it was when the, according to John Morton, it was when the reshoot, the remake came out, or re-releases or whatever yeah, of the, the first three, yeah, in like '97, which was when I was discovering it as like yep. episode one came out, yeah. Um, that's when it came out that there was a guy that was in the Boba Fett suit besides the main guy. Yeah. And so that's when people started like giving him calls and Hey, uh, what's going on? Here? Plus he was Dak and <laughs> then, uh, which carrying yeah. that backing track. Yeah. Luke. Carrying that backing track for Luke. And <laughs> I mean, David Ankrum was great and they just, it was, it was good. They talked to, they've done, Oh my God, they've written and they've directed and they've, played music and yeah all kinds of stuff and they were great so and then we had the cosplay contest which is always like the highlight of the show every time yeah it's it's a huge deal it's always the last panel on saturday for a reason Mm -hmm. i mean that and our room was a little tight oh yeah i walked out (laughs) like there was nowhere Uh, for anybody i took my spot on the other side of the stage and dusty said nope come on back we're going off this (laughs) side so i just went out there was no there was no room for people to go up one side of the stage across and come down the other because the other side was packed yeah so i just stood by jess and And waited till it ended normally we have them line up kind of in the hallway and bring them in through that way but we had to bring them in through backstage because there was no room there were people in the hallway like you couldn't you couldn't get in the room if there had been a fire we all would have suffocated because yeah. there was no way that room was going to clear out in time. Honestly, after that first, it was either after the Eric Vale or the Austin St. John panel when I walked back there and Dusty opened the door and you guys all walked out. I got hit by just like a wave of heat. Yeah, just from those and those weren't those were packed, but they weren't yeah. like that room spilling was a out. Toasty anyway. Yeah. I turned it down as much as I could. Yeah, that's but yeah. true. But but yeah, when you put all those people in there, and, mm-hmm. uh, you got to have the lights on bright, you know, for the stage and stuff. But um, the cosplay contest was a ton of fun. I guess the 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 ones that won the craftsmanship had a booth round, there um, too. Yeah, they uh, 
and the craftsmanship is kind of like the master class. You know, they they have the kids first, which is always a blast. That you know, these cute little kids. We had this one girl uh-huh. who was dressed as a Spider Gwen. She did the splits. And she the... couldn't. Eat, no, there was the one oh. before her. There were two of them, and I, that's why I asked Molly, "Are you guys together or separate?" Uh, yeah, I like, no, we're separate. After her. one little girl was so small, Dusty just picked her up and put her up because she couldn't get up the steps, the yeah. two steps to get onto the stage. They're like half as tall as she is. So yeah, I grab her hand, take her out to the middle of the stage. She kind of stands there looking. I'm like, "Do you have a pose or something?" So she does. She gets down does the holy you know, spider pose and yeah everybody's like oh that's so cute and then the other girl the, the next one was spider when she goes out there and does like a splits yeah it's like geez <laughs> so yeah the yeah, kids are always for fun. you guys then the we masquerade. have the yeah the masquerade after that which is kind of the adult just like open to anybody who wants to I think go. that's people that can you can buy costumes for yeah, that and that one's not as much like yeah and then the last one is the craftsmanship and that's where it's like you've got to make a you know like over 50% or 60%, 60% for like them that. but it changes con to con I think yeah. not these cons but other ones and those are the ones where you know on the masquerade they are watching more for audience reaction mm-hmm. that, I mean they're yes they're awarding the best costume but they're yeah. also i mean there's they have audience favorite or judges favorites and audience of participation you know stuff like that um but yeah the craftsmanship it's all down to how well did you put this together what all did you include how many different media you know and the guy that won it he was it was a warhammer costume i forget i don't know warhammer well enough to yeah, tell you what he was about warhammer. but dude they said he actually literally had roadkill that he found and like cleaned it up yeah, and, and worked it into yeah worked it into his costume. I mean that's insane. There were three ladies that came out as a team. Uh, I guess two of them had won individually at other conventions. Yeah, and I then they Tay cosplay. She had won as an Umbreon one, which is cool because there was three really good um, yeah, Evie evolutions. Evie evolutions there too. But she had won at another one, I think in Louisiana, which wasn't mm. isn't tied wasn't to this group. Yeah, yeah. and um, Wilma's cosplay. She's won a couple times too and they're yeah. both really good at what they do yeah so that was fantastic um then they had a third person who hadn't done it before but i guess they had all worked together to get the costumes going so that was yeah. good uh, but yeah cosplay is always like the highlight mm-hmm. of the night it's always loud it's always packed and some and of those are just fucking insane. impressive how they how they do it like i, I missed the i didn't get to see a lot of them on stage this time yeah but that they're impressive because <laughs> you couldn't get because I couldn't stage. fit in the room. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. no room, but yeah. yeah, they they do some really good stuff. Yeah, so so all in all, Saturday uh, went really smoothly, mm-hmm. um, but then the fun happened after the convention ended. Yeah, and we're gonna save those stories for next week. So you got to come back and hear. Yeah, I, I wouldn't feel right telling without, without yeah, the doppel- the without the whole doppelganger. We need crew the, we need the whole crew here for that. Yeah. yeah, so we'll bring those next week. We'll tell you about our Saturday evening and then our Sunday as well. Next up for us, though, we've got Little Rock Anime Fest in Little Rock, Arkansas, February 4th and 5th. Mm-hmm. So if if you thought about going to NWA Comic Con in Rogers, Arkansas, but you're like, yeah, join us down in Little Rock because it's a it's just an anime convention. So it's the only thing there are voice actors mm-hmm. um, from and there's, you know, like Rob Paulson's not really anime, but it's all voice, voice actors. Actor. Yeah. I know Charles Martin is going to be there. or in Mississippi? No, he's in Mississippi. OK, OK. But yeah, and then there's, they all start to run together. Yeah, all the announcements. we've seen all of them, all these different announcements. But and then also the, they announced a uh, like a cafe thing, like some kind of attraction. So there'll be like side yeah. stuff to do too. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. So if, if you're interested in anime, animation, voice acting, uh, come check that out. That's in Little Rock again, February fourth and fifth, and then right after that. The very next week, <laughs> literally the crew, the the gang is going to go from Little Rock. 
They're going to make a pit stop along the way, and then they're just coming straight to Springfield because we're going to have Springfield's going to be hosting uh, Missouri Comic Con on February 11th and 12th, and that's Super Bowl weekend. Yeah, so that'll be that'll be a good time. You can come hang out with us on Saturday, hang out with us on Sunday, and then Go the convention closes at five on Sunday. So you still have plenty of time to get home for, before the coin flip and the opening kickoff. Mm-hmm. So. And I saw Karen Ashley post specifically about the con today, too. Yeah. Tag the con in it. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. So if if even if Little Rock is too far or you're not totally sold out in the anime and you're local to the area, I mean, Springfield is our backyard. So yeah, and there's uh, a lot of people already announced that are big, big big big. names. Yeah. uh, Corey Taylor from Slipknot, Doug Jones, who's been in everything. (laughs) I didn't realize till recently he's the Baron. Yeah. And uh, every, what we do in the shadows too. Yeah, um, he is. He's in everything. Yeah. you never see him. Yeah, because you have no idea who he is. I mean, he's in Star, the new Star Trek Discovery. He was in, you know, uh, Pan's Labyrinth, Shape of Water, all those Hellboy. Hellboy. Yeah, he's just. Yeah, he's, he's great. In everything, but yeah. you never see him. <laughs> yeah, and then Lou Ferrigno. Lou Ferrigno is going to be here. I think he's coming in early to do press. I think. Oh, no, well, ISJ has it. Is anybody coming in to do like radio, TV on Friday? He said, "Yeah, Frigno is." So. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, that'll be fun. Big names: Mick Foley, WWE Mick Foley. Hall yeah, Famer. I know lots of people excited. He's going to pack. The, yeah, he'll pack a room. I I'm obviously it. excited about Power Rangers, but damn, yes, yeah. you are. <laughs> yep, yep, you sure are. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's going to be a good time. So even even if Little Rock's too far of a drive, if you're local and you're listening, this is the biggest convention, like Comic Con type thing, that Springfield's had Ever, of this yeah. caliber. I mean, we have other conventions that are local, homegrown. That do great work. They put a lot of hours in. They raise a lot of money for local causes, um, but they are a different animal from what's going to happen on the 11th and 12th of February. So this yeah. is this is a big deal for Springfield. Oh yeah, and tickets are flying fast. So if you're thinking about going, don't wait. <laughs> Not to mention it was. I mean, fast enough that these people who are professionals and know what they're doing. Are saw, a little saw, worried. <laughs> well, yeah, that and saw how much, how well it was doing and said, let's bump this from a first year con to a third. I think. Yeah, they're gonna, they're treating this like this is an established event because of the way ticket sales are going. And yeah. which, you know, when we went to Little Rock last September for a Comic Con, not mm-hmm. the anime thing we're doing in February, but yeah. when we went to Little Rock for Comic Con, it was sold out the week of the event. Yeah. And there were people that were at the doors at 6 a.m. on Saturday morning. Now, we convention starts at 10. Mm-hmm. They were there at 6 without a ticket, hoping that they could buy a ticket later in the afternoon as people started to leave and we could start getting more people back in. Yeah, because the pre-sales sold out even. Yeah, so you don't want to be standing in the cold in February at 6 a.m. hoping to buy a ticket at noon or 2. I mean, the way Planet used to work, I've stood in the cold in March when I had a ticket already. Yeah. For way too long. Yeah. And so it's not a fun time. No, it's not. So get your tickets. Especially now. in cosplay yeah. if you're wearing oh, something kind of yeah. skimpy or yeah. that shit like <laughs> armor or whatever. Like <laughs> yeah. it's just not it gets ideal. cold. Yeah. Wet. You know, it's it's February in Missouri. It could be seventy or it could be like ten below. Yeah. And it could be wet or it could be dry. You know, it's yeah. So get your tickets now for both of those. Again, littlerockanimefest.com or MissouriComicCon.com. If you're thinking about going to one of either one or both of those, get your tickets now. Coming up this week in entertainment and pop culture, this Friday, today, January the 20th, it's National Cheese Lovers Day. What kind of cheese do you like, Dakota? Uh, I like them all. Um, I don't never know what kind I'm eating. You just it's eat just it? Like, I don't know. It's <laughs> melted and it's on something. Um, I've started to feel worse about cheese as I get older, which I think everyone has. Yeah. But 
ah, man, I love cheese. Yeah, cheese is hard to put down. We're in the cheese capital of the world. I know we're not in Wisconsin, but we have right. a shit ton in the Springfield Underground. We so. do. That's right. That's where it sits in <laughs> That's ages. That's where it sits. Uh, Missing is in theaters. This is a sequel to the 2018 movie Searching. Uh, different group. It's like a it's a sequel, but not directly the same characters. But that's in theaters this weekend. Violent Night streams on Peacock. That's the movie with David Harbour as Santa Claus. I saw it. Uh, John really Leguizamo's in it as a bad guy. Mm-hmm. You can catch that today on Peacock. The Legend of Vox Machina Season 3 animated show premieres on Amazon Prime Video. And for the Nintendo Switch, Fire Emblem Engage is out today for the Nintendo Switch. Monday, the 23rd. Next Monday, it's National Pie Day. You like, like a pie? Like pie the food or pie the number? No, it's not pie the number. That's, oh, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's March 14th. Yeah. yeah, okay. So it's just uh, pie day. What I'm, kind of fine. Pie? I'm fine with pie. What kind of pie you go for? Uh, I like pumpkin. Uh, I like chocolate. Usually if there's actual fruit in it, you, you're getting too close to healthy for me. I don't want, <laughs> I don't want any of that. So. Yeah. Uh, the Lazarus Project premieres over on TNT. New series there. Next Tuesday, the 24th, National Peanut Butter Day. You like oh, the peanut butter? I do like peanut butter. Do you I go like, with the crunchy or the smooth? I like crunchy. Me I too. like crunchy peanut butter and pulpy orange juice. Uh, see, I don't care about the pulpy of, orange juice, but I'll take the crunchy peanut butter. Yeah, all day. a lot of people shit on crunchy peanut butter. No, I know, and I can't. I don't, I don't, I don't tolerate that. No, it's too you good. You don't talk shit about don't, crunchy peanut butter in this house. Crunchy peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> and Forspoken, a new video game on the PC and PlayStation 5, releases on Tuesday. Next Wednesday, the 25th, it's national. It's not national. It's new comic book day at your local comic bookstore so go pick up your books don't just leave them sitting don't there don't leave them sitting there <laughs> piss Dustin off that's right next Thursday the 26th Poker Face premieres on Peacock it's a new series uh, created by Ryan Johnson who directed and created Knives Out Glass Onion uh, it's a murder mystery series it's like every week it's a new murder well, not every week every episode's a different murder mystery um, the same characters kind of going through it but if you enjoyed Knives Out or Glass Onion I've heard this is like yeah, this is a right there with mini it. series, yeah. of mini episode of each. That's fun. Yep, that's a good time. And then over on Paramount Plus, we've got Teen Wolf the movie based on the MTV series and the new spinoff from that called Wolf Pack. Uh, so if you're into your sexy werewolves, uh, they're on Paramount Plus. And I am. That's right, godly. <laughs> and look for a brand new episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast next Friday in the podcast player of your choice. You can check out all that and more anytime over at popgoestheculture.com. We've got a full calendar of everything coming up at the bottom of the homepage. So just scroll down. You'll see everything there. And we had a, we had a lot of requests for this. Be sure to get your Pop Goes the Culture gear in our online store. This month, we're featuring athletic wear and accessories since the January. It's the whole new year, new you thing. Mm-hmm. You can go directly to our online store at popgoestheculture.com. Those products, the athletic stuff, that goes away at the end of this month. We only do that for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can still get your T-shirts, hoodies, kind of winter gear stuff uh, throughout, you know, at least through February. And it's all comfy. I mean, it is. I wore the shirt, the hoodie, I wore the, hell the hat, out of beanie. Both <laughs> yeah. the beanie. Yeah. Uh, and Dusty wore those pants. And not only did he say they felt good, he got a lot of compliments. He did. A lot of people were like, hey, I like those pink pants you wear, mm-hmm. those pink joggers. Yeah. For whatever reason, people dug it. Because well, uh, Dusty was rocking them. I guess so. <laughs> and again, those the, the athletic stuff goes away at the end of the month. So get yours now if that's something you're interested in. There's like bags like gym bags and, and towels and shakers, all kinds of stuff. I think, like shaker bottles. Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff in there. Sports bras. Sports bras. Believe it or not. Yeah. Bike yeah. shorts. If you've enjoyed this or any episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast, please take a moment, leave a review in your preferred podcast player. It is one of the best ways you can show your support for the show. All right. And if you've enjoyed this or any episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast, please take a moment, leave a review in your preferred podcast player. It doesn't cost you a thing, and it really is 
one of the best ways you can show your support for the show. Before we get out of here, you got anything coming up in the next week or so you're looking forward to? Any Anything you're looking forward to doing, reading, playing, listening well, to? Not watching? this week specifically, but the week before we go back to before we go to Little Rock, yeah, uh, I'm going to horse races with my parents. Oh yeah, where is that at? Uh, Hot Springs. That's gonna say, yeah, I uh, if that's where you're headed. I always get it confused. I think it's Oaklawn. Yeah, know. it is. Um, they've always went and they always have a blast. And I'm, I've told them for ten years now, like I want to go. I want to hang with the big dogs. And they're like, Oh yeah, sure, sure, sure. This year they actually, my mom bought me. Got me a room at the Arlington. Nice. And uh, I'm going with them. So I'm going to put some money on the ponies? Yeah, like two bucks. I'm poor. <laughs> uh, I'll, I got 35 cents in my pocket. That's, How much always, I... that's been our tradition for years when I, I would tell my mom, she'd call me and go, here's a list of names. Give me the, pick your favorite name and I'll put two bucks on it. Yeah. Doesn't matter what the odds are. And I'll just pick the dumbest sounding name I can. Have you ever won anything uh, off of no, it? No, no, God, no. It's just, it's just. <laughs> There's a reason that horse's name dipshit Charlie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like an anime name. Pink parachute chicken <laughs> yeah. leg. Pink parachute turkey leg. <laughs> um, but it's it's really fun to get out and see that. And I've not been to Hot Springs since I was too young to yeah. remember. So right on. I don't have necessarily anything I'm looking forward to, but I did have a thought in the shower, a shower thought. Okay. You know, our local mall has the food court and you can get, you know, you can get this or you can get that. There are all kinds of options or different places you can choose. I wish they had a spot that wasn't branded that you could just walk up to them and they had a register and a counter and be like, I want orange chicken from that place and French fries from that place and an orange Julius to drink and I'll pay you and you guys just send people around to get up. that shit and let me know my trays ready. I think you should I think I think that would make a killing. That'd be a lot more convenient. Right? Yeah, I think maybe you shouldn't have said it on the podcast. <laughs> Someone's gonna steal <laughs> Give your me dope a boba tea and a broccoli beef and some uh fried fish. I mean it's just in person DoorDash. Yeah. Kind of. Well yeah. but way cheaper. And you're, you're yeah you're at the mall already. Yeah you're already I think that would be a couple more cost effective than something like that and well because the lines especially on the weekends or at lunchtime and stuff they mm-hmm. just get it's stupid it's like no we're not gonna eat here kids sorry let's go somewhere else yeah i think if you had one place like that where you yeah you could if you just wanted this if you just want fish and chips you go right over here but if you want that and something else that's not available at that place well and like orange julius you really only want the orange julius that's all you're getting so like <laughs> you might as well i want that orange julius from there but i yeah. want to Whatever from give the me the orange Pan Julius and the, yeah and the and the pad tie from over here and yeah that's yeah. just my shower thought for the week I like that wow well that's gonna do it for this week thanks to Dakota for being here thanks to everybody listening to the podcast whenever wherever you're catching us uh, fuck off Pepsi with yeah, your Pepsi starry. really really fucked that up <laughs> we actually had to pause at one point here in the in the closing to go piss because we've drank so much water trying, trying to, to get, get the, the starry out of one sip of starry and we've both drank enough water to have to we couldn't even get through the rest of the For show an hour long podcast <laughs> yeah, because we had to go pee because we've drank so much water to try to get rid of the starry it really stays so, with you fuck off pepsi yeah i wonder if they're gonna have like a starry super bowl commercial this year god i feel like it's a waste of money but yeah and I mean, maybe not, though. They got to really advertise it and trick a bunch of people to buy it. be like a Crystal Pepsi kind of situation. I will avidly, uh, you know, preach against it. Exactly. (laughs) No more of that. Ooh, that's getting dumped. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, have a great weekend. We will catch you all back here next week for another brand new episode of Pop Goes the Culture podcast. We will break down the, the, the Saturday night and Sunday at NWA Comic Con then. 
And then the next week, we'll talk about what's coming up in yeah. the Rock Anime. But it's like it's convention after convention after convention. Yeah, at least the first three are like filled back to back to back. Then we kind of get one a month for a while. Yeah. Well, so we go, we did the one in January. Mm-hmm. We go two literally back to back in February. We get a little bit of a break going into March. And then we've got one in March. And then then Planet Comic Con's right after that, which it's, that's still kind of up in the air. But, yeah. I mean, if we do those, that's two back-to-backs. Yeah. And then it really calms down until, like, June. But then yeah. once we hit the summer month, it's, like, June, July, July August, August, couple of September, October. You know, all so the I mean, way it picks up to, back up again. Yeah, October, really, I think. Yeah. Which will be fun. Oh, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Especially after... I mean, this is, I was more involved. I'd only been to the with you guys to two before. You've never been to Northwest Arkansas. I never been there, and I, the first time I went, I did one panel at Planet. Then last time, I was really just kind of background and yeah, this, being this involved and everyone kind of fell into their roles really well. I felt like yeah, I, I felt like it went really well. So, I did too. Um, it got me excited to do the rest. Yeah, I can't wait. And you know, it's the same crew that we're going to be running with, so. Yeah. Uh, we may not. We may be a person down. Jess may. I think she's having some knee surgery. She might miss out on one or two, but yeah. hopefully she's but the rest quick of that to recover. Crew, and yeah, and the rest of that crew's good. Awesome. I mean, it's a great crew. It was great to really get to know a lot of them better too. And we've gone to so many conventions that are not ran nearly as well as this crew runs. It feels like a well little machine for the most part. Uh, like we breeze, we typically breeze into town on Friday, mm-hmm. check into a hotel room, head over to the convention center, get stuff set up. Have the quick, you know, volunteer meeting, which we may skip out on some of those coming up. I mean, Sam told it me, he's like, you it don't have apply to, go to this. <laughs> yeah, you just have to hear it once. So we're going to know it every time. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, and then it's you know Saturday, get up, do our thing, have a good time Saturday night. And, you know, Sunday, do our thing, clean Back it up, and, and head home. So, yeah. but yeah, I was thinking too. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we'll talk more about that. Later. Yeah. Anyhow. <laughs> That's it, guys. Have a great weekend. We'll catch you right back here next week for another brand new episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast. Until then, be safe, be healthy, be happy. We'll talk to you later. See ya. Love you. Bye. That's all, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. This show has been brought to you by the Pop Goes the Culture podcast network. Find links to all of our podcasts and more at popgoestheculture.com.